Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. What could go wrong? and Selma, Paris and Nicole, Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo, Milo and Otis, Shadow, Chance and the Cat. Hi everyone, welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the podcast about being a guest winner. Very special podcast tonight because we are coming live. From the Dutch Trading Company, yeah, um, in front of an audience, which is a semi-new thing. Thank you. You're all very good-looking. You're ridiculously good-looking. You know us, but you're getting there, and that's great, and that's all needed to happen. So I dress like this, and Storm dressed like that. Well, no one knows. Well, okay. Look, Mel told me that we were going to do like a "I'm a celebrity, get me out of here." Come survivor theme, and I heard um, I'm a survivor as in Destiny's Child. And yeah. I went with that, and I think that's fine. I think that's fine, but you probably should have told me. Because um, <laughs> I'd like to be equally as hot. Okay, next She time. made a face, so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I pulled a frond off someone's front yard, and it's giving me a little bit of a rash, but I think that takes it to a whole, like, a, a better level. Absolutely. It's a new level. So what's this podcast about, Storm? All right. So this is a podcast about being a yes woman, where uh, Mel and I, every week, we try something new, uh, something we challenge ourselves a little bit, and this week uh, was, uh, was a real exception because we actually pushed it, which we don't usually. So for those that don't usually listen to the podcast, we've got a couple of rules, three rules, actually. What are they, Mel? Um, all right. So the rules are we have to say yes. So we challenge one another to certain things and you, you can't say no. No no's, only yes. Okay, rule number two is that we both have to do it. It's not like we can make a challenge and one person gets to do it and someone else gets to watch. And rule number three is like a very contentious issue. Apparently, it's always been, it has to better ourselves. Even though if you go back to season one, it's meant to better society. We just changed it. Literally, I swear to God, I don't know why mouth has not just gone back and shown every single time. It's Roll the same tape thing. now, We've mouth. Never ever done anything to benefit anyone else other than ourselves. But anyway, so those are the rules. Um, yeah, we're trying to become better people. There's a, uh, the bar is very low. Um, so this week on the podcast, we did orienteering. What could go wrong? If you don't know, this is Storm. Right. Um, Storm once fucked one of the Unsullied from Game of Thrones. <laughs> this is Mel. She's Dutch. <laughs> um, and this special round of applause, this is Rex, who, wait, I need to introduce you first before you clap. Rex watched Marie Kondo and he has changed the live, laugh, love sign above his bed to just the letter L. Woo! Oh, oh, oh. Um, and yeah, he's our sexy gay tradie for the evening and he's going to be keeping score because this is a competition. 
to better uh, society. <laughs> All right, so Webster's dictionary defines orienteering as a competitive or non-competitive recreational activity in which participants, participants use a map and compass to navigate between checkpoints along an unfamiliar course, as in the woods. So we absolutely did not we do that at all. We did not do that at all. We absolutely did a way more fucked version of that. So we came up with a really, really cool idea called Clothed and Confused. It's like, what's it like? Naked, naked and, and afraid. afraid. Except with not naked. Kind of. Like, she was a little bit naked. Um, she actually wore no pants. She literally wore no pants. <laughs> I didn't plan it. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> okay, so as an explanation of the challenge, uh, we have a few rules that we had to confine to. Firstly, Mouth was to drive us into the middle of nowhere, um, blindfolded, on a Sunday morning. Um, we uh, were to be dropped there with the blindfolds, could be taken off at that stage, um, with no phone, no money, no cards. Um, we just had a calico bag in which we had one thing that we'd chosen for ourselves to help us and one thing that we had chosen for the other person to help them. So we had two things in our bags. We also had a bottle of water. Or oh, did we? Did you, you just didn't okay, have Okay, all right, we'll get that. to that bit yet. Uh, <laughs> she really did And a pen and paper. Now, I Captain Cooked it a little bit and... Um, <laughs> She really cooked it. <laughs> and I forgot all of the, I forgot all of the things on the day. She actually, I packed the calico bag. I packed my water. I packed my thing for me to help me survive in the wilderness. Packed something for her. Go to pick her up. She gets in the car like an absolute hungover piece of shit with no pants on, a Michael Jordan singlet, and goes, oh, I just forgot everything for you. <laughs> I forgot the things for me too. She forgot everything for herself, and then she goes, although I do have two things in my bag, um, do you want these cigarettes or this puffer? <laughs> I needed them. Yeah, and then also she dogged me further when we were blindfolded in the car with mouth. Actually, at one point you said, oh, that looks so... And I said, wait, how are you seeing it? And she goes, oh, yeah, no, I didn't actually put it on. Like, I'm not blindfolded at all. And I had a full bag. I had a calico bag over my head. I don't know if anyone's ever been blindfolded before, but it's very, very... It's awful. I didn't want to do it anymore. It's horrible. Yeah, but that wasn't the point. Like, it was no no's and you know. You did a big no. Um, All right, so you can't ask for lifts. They have to be offered, Okay, So you can't just chuck these ones out um there was a bit of we did a little bit of subtle like a car would go past and i'd be like hey storm how are you but it's like it's not the same just stick my thumb up for so but a lift a lift you can't ask for a lift but a lift can be offered can be offered and you can't ask for money you can earn it so you think every time i've said that she says a simpsons quote and now you're just not gonna Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Yeah, so good work, Storm. You're She's welcome. Um, but it, uh, what was the other one? Oh, there was also a checklist. So this had to be a competition as well because we don't do anything unless it's a winner, really. Um, so Sexy Tradie is going to be taking score of the, the scavenger hunt. Thank you. Of the little scavenger hunt we did along the way. Okay, so Storm, what was the first thing on the scavenger hunt? You get points for this, most points at the end. Oh, should we say the stakes, actually? Yes, what are the stakes, Mel? Okay, I'll say the stakes. Um, The stakes are, if you lose, 
You have to buy the other. We saw it on the internet, so it's real. Um, you have to buy the other a lordship, a title, like the title of a lord, and it's $195. Now, it starts for £195, and I thought we decided we weren't going to do that. We'll just call each other lord. You can't just write on here, we decided not to do it because it starts just because you're poor. We're going to do it, and... <laughs> I know I lost. <laughs> you don't, you, maybe you didn't lose because there is a best feather competition coming up. All right, all right, so... so Checklist, Mel. Okay, first one. You have to identify... I feel like these are skewed in my favour. You have to identify five birds and write down their actual names. Not a bird watcher, so that's great for me. <laughs> okay. Um, the Noble Silence Challenge, which we th- it was not in your favour, so it just means... <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if someone decides to pull the Noble Silence rule, it means the other person can't talk, and the first person to break that rule gets minus five points. Yeah. Um, the tell a stranger a joke is worth five points. So if we met someone along the way and we told them a joke and made them laugh, that was five points. I didn't realise make them laugh was part of the rule, but keep on going. Yeah, I could tell um, from the joke you told. Yeah. And um, I like this one. You have to receive a present, just any present. You just have to receive it. From a stranger. All right, next Who one is... Be from, Storm? <laughs> from me, idiot. Okay. <laughs> next one, get a baby chino for free. Yeah. Okay, so baby chinos are famously free, and famously. <laughs> okay, if you don't know what one is, you should just go to anywhere and say you need one because mm-hmm. they are free. Uh, fact, second last Joel, one. Joel, I'd like a baby chino, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> second last one, one of the biggest ones. Write a limerick about your experience. Yeah. Okay. So write a limerick, which is what? A B B B A. No, it's A A B B A. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right, and the last one, yeah, okay, so the last one is, I think, the coolest one, the illustrious best feather. Okay. Which, yeah, which we'll need someone to judge. Yes, yeah, so Rex is going to help us judge best feather, all right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Rex. Yeah. I feel bad for people not here live, they can't see how hot Rex looks. <laughs> how would you describe his outfit? Confused. <laughs> Blind. Glaring. No, it's fair. It's, it's nice. Okay, um, cool. So, um, considering we do things to better society, Storm, what were the benefits of this challenge and what could go right? Okay, so I was thinking, like, we're both very, very dependent on things like Google Maps. You have the worst sense of direction. Like, we can go to Bali for, like, six days, say, in the same hotel, and Mel walks off the road being like, do I go left or right? I'm like, it's a cul-de-sac. You always go left, <laughs> always the same thing. She's fucked. You're so right. That's I so literally true. get stuck in dead ends more than an adult <laughs> should. She just walks around in circles. <laughs> I just wait for the dog to sort of spin me out. Yeah. Um, all right, what about stop? Um, oh, yes, you have to start being reminded of the kindness of strangers. I think because we often think that everyone that's not in this room is just rude and maybe hates me. Like, my favourite quote is, are you shitty at me? (laughs) But to a complete stranger who's never met me. (laughs) And they're always like, who the fuck are you? Mel's constantly messaging me when she's in Ubers, being like, I think my Uber driver's shitty with me. No, 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 no. But Gandhi was shitty at me the other night. He was (laughs) shitty at me because I was like, I just want to tell you that it's very likely I'm going to be sick, so can I... (laughs) 
Can we go slowly? You didn't tell me that bit. Oh, but I told you it was shitty at me. <laughs> All right. Um, and get it. Storm wrote this. She did work for once. She, what could go right? You could get a tan and a workout. <laughs> True though, that could be a good thing, that could happen. All yeah, right. all right, what could go wrong? I think you're all thinking it, it's the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. Murder. Yeah, kidnapping, never never showing up again. Yep, um, train fine. <laughs> Thank you, Rex. Yeah. Uh, train fine, kidnaps. Injury. Anyway, there's lots of things that can go wrong. I don't think we really need to explain it. And, I don't and, have fear. No, though, and the the, the illustrious. Every time we do a challenge, it's always the same thing, isn't it, Matt? Don't say it. I don't go know on, if it's appropriate. It. It's the slipper ditch. It is. Yes. Okay. Um, we'll explain that later. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, someone could get a bit handsy with us. Is what we're saying. Um, all right. The big day. What happened? Big day. Well, okay, so um, people, again, that haven't listened to the podcast before yeah. uh, might not know that I discussed something quite a little bit, um, which I call my disease. Yeah, which uh, is, I just don't think she should be using the term disease. And here I am doing it again. She's ableist in front of an audience now. I have actual real diseases as well. This just happens to be one of them. Okay. All right, so I have a little bit of problem that the day... The night before I have to do something important the next day, that night is almost always so much more fun and I just can't stop the fun having. And and things get a little bit out of control. Her so disease is she's always got a hangover. It's just, it's not a real disease. Like, go to the children's hospital and go around and tell them about your disease. I think well, a lot of people have that disease and I think it's all right, all right? Okay, well, we'll bring that disease out. Okay, so the point is I was very hungover. I think I went to sleep at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I woke up really, really fucking late to messages from you saying you were running late. So I was like, oh, thank God. I know, yeah, but then I used your lateness. I'm like, mouth, we're going to be late because of how Storm's late. Yeah, and then, I, then, no, no, and then I call Mel to see where she is, and she's like, oh, yeah, no, fuck, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my car is just, like, really broken down. I'm like, it's cool, I'm not there yet either. And she was Brand like... Brand new car. Well, it's not fucking broken. It, fuck it, it actually is, but this is that, that was not the right time to use it. She then says to me, oh, fuck, no, it's fine. I thought you were with mouth. My car's fine. She's just lying. I actually... Well, like, it's not that much of a lie because it sounds broken. Um, it does. Right. And it feels broken. All right, so um, the location. This was something that we weren't well, sure about. I wore bathers in case it was a beach town and my first thing was I was going to swim to Rotnest and get a ferry back. I thought that was the easiest way. Um, but we didn't know where she was going to take us. So, and Mouth was in a very, very bad mood. And, like, very understandably, because we were two hours late, she had things to do and she had major I know, I'm and so she sorry a, you had she was in a your bad girlfriend's place. graduation from uni. <laughs> so Mouth was in a fucking shitty mood. Mouth was and shitty the, at me. And Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got our blindfolds on and she's like... And then suddenly we get to this part that um, is very, very rocky and I'm literally being thrown around the car. We sort of totally take our blindfolds off and we're in the motherfucking wilderness. Yeah. There's white goods everywhere. It's like a, it's like a tipping site. It's like a forest and, and I was a wearing thongs. I don't know why I wore thongs. I was really manifesting hell. beach. I just thought beach. I really thought beach. I fucked it though. Captain cooked it. Yeah. We went off yeah. road. Yeah. We went so, off road. So, off road. I was like, oh, nah. So mouth at, mouth at first was like, I did actually feel quite bad about where I was dropping you. Now I don't. No, I don't. And where the fuck did she drop us now? Um, it's, I don't know if, don't get confused with the golf course. It's not the golf course. It's the pines. Um, the murder 
place. Nang Nangara Pines. Plantations. <laughs> there are so, and she goes, oh yeah, because one time I filmed a movie here for TAFE about the apocalypse. <laughs> it was disgusting. And I didn't really know what it was until I've researched. So I'm going to give you a dramatic reading about things that have happened in the pines. <laughs> this one. Oh, I remember the pines. This is from Dingo Lingo. Oh, I remember the pines. I camped there with mates in the early 80s. Sadly, most of it's just that stories. But the satanic part, it's not even satanic. It's a witch's circle from one of the local pagan covens. They go there to be undisturbed, but nowadays a coven just does its stuff out in the open. Although some still go deep into the bush. So that's one. Um, all right. I mean, more? No, there is. There's another one. No, wait. This one is the finale because this one is the most fucked one. Oh, okay. The finale it has to be. All right. So, um, went there not long ago. So many stories. One naked man with a suitcase in front of his privates running through the pines. What? What looked to be a satanic ritual area that the other person's blown out of the water is just merely a rumour. Um, in the pines, satanic symbols marked into the trees, a tree stump covered in possibly blood. The horses did not want to go anywhere near the area. <laughs> but they obliged in the end so he could have a look but spent the entire time quivering with their eyes bulging out of their heads. Um, we saw a shallow grave that had bones in it. I don't know why they didn't start with that. So a shallow grave that had bones in it. The police investigated, turns out to be animal bones, an open suitcase with many different IDs in it, handcuffs, passports, etc. All the names were different, but the photo was the same. I gave it to my mate's uncle. <laughs> Is this just a good screenplay Yeah, this is Mount's tape film. <laughs> No, but I also read like one of the burn the Bernie's bodies was found there. Absolutely, right? the Bernie's. That's a re these are funnier though than that. Sad. Oh, sorry, like, I mean, but it's, it's a real vibe. It's a thing. There's people there, dead. But anyway, so well, we we didn't know where we were, but it was very very clear. It was very apparent that that yeah. was the vibe instantly, even without Google. Can I read one more? Oh yes, yeah, so go for it. Sorry, one more because this one's my favourite. Um, my daughter died and I went to the pines and made a gravesite for her. But from day one, things happened that couldn't be explained. Wait a second. Are you allowed to do that? You can't just bury your daughter somewhere. <laughs> so it doesn't even say how she died. Um, we attempted to place a cross where she was buried, but while doing it, we broke two shovels that were brand new. <laughs> We could hear talking in the woods behind us, but we couldn't understand what was being said. So we took a photo of a family and there's a line of smoke coiming from the ground and circling us all and then going back into the ground. <laughs> we have taken lots of photos around the area, all with strange things in them. We have one of a girl who appears to be missing her head and strange things in the tree. So we put a camera out there after the grave site was damaged and we got the shock of our lives. There was a girl with no head walking up and down where our daughter was buried and I must say, it looks like my daughter. <laughs> Which is with no head, but you know, I'd recognise that rig anywhere. <laughs> Very confusing. Yeah. All right. So thanks, Mal. That was really cool.
Um, Should we talk about our survival, what was in our bags, the journey? Well, we know what was in my bag. Yes, what bags? I, I didn't have one. So I exited the car and Mouth very nicely uh, took me to the servo and she... Too nice. Yeah, it bought, bought me some water. Thank fuck, that would have been awful without... I thought I'd be fine. Um, bought me some water, but then... And then, <laughs> and then I took the, tried to take the calico bag that um, Mel had put on her head as a blindfold and Mouth was like, don't you take that bag. <laughs> she was so angry at us. So instead it's I... an t- hour drive and you're two hours late. Never. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, sorry. But nevertheless, so I had to take another shopping bag that only had one functioning handle. <laughs> it was hell. Um, oh, my God, life is so hard, it though. It is hard. But, uh, yeah, so I didn't bring anything for Mel. What did you bring? That I get rude... <laughs> So, what I brought for Storm, something that could help us, and luckily we were in the pines, so this was a lot more relevant than usual. I bought Storm a Ouija board, okay? Yeah. So that she could ask for advice. Yeah. And I bought myself, so that's that's how I see her, dark-spirited and everything. Um, I brought myself a copy of The Secret. So... I didn't think we really had our wits about us, so I thought we'd just manifest our way back. And I've got to be honest, that's where this story's headed. It, it kind really of did. It kind of worked. Yeah. Um, it really did work. So, do you? Oh well, what, when she first dropped us, we got really kind, kind of culture shock in the white goods, and we just sort of kind of started going shopping. Through it, like, <laughs> do you like this? You, there's a shoe that was that pink dress. Yeah, I was like, I love that colour. We just didn't know what to do, so we just yeah, we went shopping, and then we just sat down for a while, like, mm. which was terrible because I wasn't wearing pants. She really but wasn't. Yeah. Um, um, and then we decided, well, why don't we start with the Ouija board? So we did a little Ouija. So if you don't know what a Ouija board is, obviously you're dumb because it's so obvious. So. We put our fingers on it and the spirits of Sarah Spears or whoever, they took us through and we got, we asked, who's going to help us, spirits? Who's going to help no. us get out of the pines? Yeah, I said, is there anyone else oh. here? Who is here in the pines? And, and we had a good Ouija and it landed on you. It's just the letter U. Just so you. Like, well, So we realised it was time to crank out the old secret. So we did a dramatic reading of the secret. Um... Like Aladdin's genie, the law of attraction grants out every command. Except the genie can't make people fall in love, which is the one thing that he could have in his lamp to finish the story of Aladdin. But anyway, the creative process helps you create what you want in three simple steps. Ask, believe, receive. So we started asking. (laughs) Help us. Um, asking the universe for what you want is your opportunity to get clear about what you want. Are you, as you get clear in your mind, you have asked. And then I guess the, the essence of the secret is you can manifest by believing and feeling like you've already received it and the universe then, like some sort of control tower, decides, okay, yep, here. And it gives you what you want. We manifest, okay? So we sat there and we pictured ourselves being... In the air-conditioned car. Yes, yeah. Where we where we wanted to get. I know. The person that was meant to be picking us up, sorry, Lockstorm, was like, come at one o'clock, which was so optimistic. Very optimistic. I think you started using the secret before we even got there. Yeah. All right. So then the first thing we decided, we started walking, and I'm just like birds, like, 
dumbass storm. Like, she's asking me questions. I'm like, yep, cool, cool. Just, like, trying to get one up on you. Got a few. I've got a list. Um, five, easy. So we decided, I decided, let's do noble silence. So I was like, all right, storm. Noble silence starts now. And that was, like, literally the worst thing that you could have ever fucking done to me at that stage because I was quite... Well, you could have maybe forgotten to bring anything. Okay, that's you know? the worst thing I could have done to you. But, like, yeah. you know when you've hung over... Actually, I was trying to explain this to you today, and Mel doesn't believe in anxious hangovers. Apparently, she's never had an anxious hangover. No, I just think that you invented a word. I didn't. All right, because I'm from Africa, Mel. In Africa, we call it bung bubbleus, and so bubbleus is, like, a South African slang for hungover, and bung is an Afrikaans word for scared. And so together, you're scared hungover. And I was very scared hungover. And you know when you're just like, please just keep talking to me? And then you're just like, noble silence. <laughs> and then I have to be quiet as well, and I'm like, I'm actually in hell. This is the worst thing that could happen It was right bad. Now. So then Storm writes in her notebook. We each had a little notebook. She writes, talk on the count of three. And I was like, all right, one... You know, and we both, we just went, <laughs> nah, nah, and she, and she's looking at me, she goes, oh. I'm just like, what the fuck, like, we both, we fucked each other over. Oh, we both writing our notes, we go, I don't trust you, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kept walking again, um, you know, Storm had really, like, bung bubble ass, um, is that the... <laughs> Yes, that's it. Yes, yes I'm <laughs> bilingual. Yes. And, and so we kept walking. She did it, she did it again. She's like... <laughs> so I went, okay, cool. And she did it, and I didn't. So, so according to Rex... How many points is that? Minus five points for Storm, please, Minus Rex. five points for Storm, Rex. Good start. Woo! Thank you. I'm yes. starting strong. Starting strong. Thank oh, you. Thanks, Rex. Yeah. <laughs> what a I knew loser. you'd be on my side. Um, kept... All right. Well, then we just kept walking, and luckily we had had. There was only one option of direction to go in, and it was so just that was easier. Forwards. So we just went forwards, and there was just no one around. And then we saw. I was already running out of water, so we saw this riding school. So we're like, let's pretend that we want to go to this riding school, and like you know, ask in the future. Walked in there, walked around this fucking. There's no one in this riding school. No one there. Nah. Weird. And I feel like the horse was like really like for a horse quite rude. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was a vibe. No, was I was wearing like, like this case. Are you shitty like, with me? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I think the horse was shitty with us, and it was sort of just like, mm, hey. Um, so we tried. Yeah, we stole water from their hose, though. We, yeah, we tried to. I don't know if we succeeded. From the horse's hose. Yes, yeah, from, from the horse's hose. Straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> Literally. Um, we then decided to keep walking in the one direction. We can go. It's straight. And. We started manifesting, so we started getting a bit more serious about the secret. We started believing that we would walk into somewhere with cold juice, and it was really hot, like really hot. Yeah, nice, it was like, what, fresh, thirty-five freshness. degrees this week. That was Ooh. the main reason I felt bad. And oh. I gave you sun cream as well, though. It was, she did. Yeah. She sun cream. Thank you. Because Storm doesn't let anyone borrow her hat until now. I borrowed her hat. It was it went better with my thing. Because I'm not dressed like <laughs> fucking J-Lo. <laughs> um, right. So we manifested a fucking farm where you can take shit and you can pay them later. And? You laugh, but wait till you see what I got for one... I haven't paid yet. 
I've got it in here. No. I've got the BSB in account. It was one dollar. I might pay it we, after the okay. show. So we walked down this long driveway, seeing that there might be some sort of nice place there. Walk down there, walk through this cute little gate into this cute little farm situation. It looks like maybe it's like a little farm cafe or something. And like as we walk in, it's a sign saying, don't have any money on you? That's okay. Pay us later with a BSB yeah. and account number. We're like, what the fuck? This yeah. is crazy. So I bought a massive zucchini. Well, well at first, at first we got a little bit excited because I really thought that like we would buy ourselves some because breakfast. there was chalk signs. We thought breakfast. We were like, yeah. oh yes, we're gonna get a bloody feta and avo toast. Maybe and a bloody mary. I was thinking of a gingery juice with ice. Mm. However, this was a dollar. <laughs> Uh, Rex. For, okay, for, for those that are not here uh, watching Rex, uh, he's holding up a giant zucchini. It's a zucchini almost, it's a, yeah, it's the size of his, yeah, yeah, the size of his thigh. It's Can I just say, I took thigh. it to work today, Rex, and a kid got detention for doing it as dick. <laughs> the same thing. He did it as, as he, he did, year nine. Yeah. Anyway, so this place was super cute. I'm still a little bit confused as to what they do there, but it like, looked like maybe they would sometimes have a cafe. But other than that, there was heaps of herbs, there was a garden, there's like a little tea station. There's, there's mint. There was a fridge that you can just use with yeah. ice and... So we just opened it and stood in front of it for a while. That's manifesting, you know? Yeah. Um, we then sat down and decided to use the Ouija board again and like in the middle of using the Ouija board suddenly I looked to my left and there was a dog in my face and then I screamed at it. She screamed in a dog's face Which and it was very bad so about. it jumped Ooh, and ran away. Which was very sad. And you tried to follow it like come back, come back. Civilization. <laughs> but yeah, so we decided let's keep going. We were really refreshed. I put heaps of mint in my drink and was like you know, if there's enough mint in a water bottle, it's a mojito. <laughs> it is in Bali. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they don't put any booze in their drinks. Or oh, sorry. It took me. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Um, so then we decided to keep walking, keep reading the secret, but we needed to take it a step further. We needed to start manifesting being in a car. Did I tell you I manifested a white car? No, you didn't tell me that. Well, I did. Yes. So we, so we did, we walked for a while, manifested, we'd sit every now and then uh, and think about stuff and I was, I was trying really hard to manifest but it's not, I'm not very good at it. And then we walked for a bit and then Mel and I were doing some like interesting um, mime, acting, acting, miming. Every we time met I'm, at oh. acting school so should we do a little act of it? Yeah, alright. So we every time a we car would help, come past yeah. we'd pretend we were lost by going... Is there a noble silence? <laughs> no, that's a, well, we, we couldn't hear us. I don't know why we had to mime. That's the weird bit. Because when you, you mime, you can express more with your body when you take... Thank you. Yes, yes, very good. You're right. <laughs> You're not wrong, Rex. So we will continue the story. So we, But we just thought that if people, like, we just thought we'd put some sexism into play and assume that if men saw us lost and sad, the sad, the less, like strong we looked the more they would want to help us so we just kept getting more piss weak and pathetic with every car we're like oh yeah also yeah can you guys just imagine what i'm doing like a real sad pathetic idiot next to someone with no pants on with their puffer just like oh <laughs> i wasn't miming that 
No, she wasn't miming. She was genuinely having an asthma attack but kept smoking, whatever. Um, do you, you know? That's what I say. I've quit for four days and now I'm, like, really judgmental. So the point is that no-one stopped for us, but we decided that the second we saw someone, it would make them feel very, very sorry for us by saying, do you know where the nearest train station is? Because the answer was very obvious far a fucking way. Yeah, we knew that the dumber we sounded and that we needed a train station. We made up a fake person, yeah. our friend that left us because he had an emergency in Geraldton. <laughs> and um, it made yeah. no sense at all. We were it bird did. watching and then our friend left because he had to go to Geraldton and now we don't have any phones. Like. Anyway, so we saw this old fella coming out of the uh, retirement village in a white van. I think that's a real safe thing to get into is a white van. Um, so we... We kind of walk there, see this old man, and Storm's just like, excuse me, um, how far's the train station? And I was like, or even a bus. And, and then he just looked like we were the biggest fuckers. And he said, it's 200 kilometres away. And I believed him. I mean, that's a huge... I believed him at the time, too. That's a huge exaggeration. That's massive. In fact, I think he wanted us in the car. We didn't have to try, but he acted so pathetic. No, to be honest, it took him a little bit longer than I thought it would for him to be like, all right, you guys come and squeeze in here. But it's just a van. So, like, there's one front seat and then there's, like, the centre console. And so I'm sitting on this plastic centre console. He's like, I'll just drive you up to the main road. Yeah, we were very excited. 20 minutes later, we were in the car for so long with him and I'm just waiting to, like, see the cops or something. And we we had to... Up high as well, like... And we had to suck up to him because he was our only way back. But within two minutes, he used the phrase... Chinaman and <laughs> Mel's just like jabbing me being like he said Chinaman and we were like I was like stop say Chinaman say Chinaman we need to get the fuck out of this car so Chinaman um and um and then not only did he say that he started describing that he used to work in a shoe factory with leather shoes and um his description of these boots that he used to make he said it was really hard getting them from China because women in Australia have really big, like really fat, and he couldn't find the word, so he just kept pointing at my legs <laughs> and going, really fat, what's it, big, oh, big, um, oh. And we were like, thighs? And he, no, no, you went knees, and he went, no, thighs. Like, there, bingo, got it, fat thighs, just like her. I don't know, it wasn't as bad as Chinaman, but it was <laughs> fat shamed, racist. But, he was t- but his name was George and he was sweet. He, he was just started sweet. talking about a girl called Nikki and what she's up to as if we knew who Nikki was. Anyway, he was, a lo- he was an absolute lifesaver. So George put us in his car for about 20, 25 minutes and took us to a train station, which was... Whitfords? Wa- Warwick? Whitfords. Whitfords? Whitfords! Whitfords City or something like that. And like we're like, oh, well, here we are. And, I, and also, it wasn't a good idea when we could only have a small bag that I bought the biggest thing ever. It was so heavy. I was just like, oh, Storm, can you carry the zucchini for a while? We thought we could no, barter it. I said we no. could, it's clearly we didn't because it's here. Yeah. All right, so. Warwick, Whitfords, Whitfords. Okay, but no, 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 sorry. So before Ooh. you got up, we got up, we got up some point scoring here. We got a point scoring. We Rex, got we got some points going. The guy right. has all these weird little toys within his car. Mel picks up this tiny, tiny teddy bear and she's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is so cute. He's like, is, oh, is it? She's like, I just love it so much. Like, do you? It is just the cutest thing I've ever seen. And he's like, do you want it? And I'm like, fuck you, Mel, fuck you. <laughs> 
Right, that's, that's 10 points for Mel, please, Rex. If anyone wants to describe to our listeners what this bear looks like. <laughs> so, Rex, do you want to just pop on the mic and just describe this bear for us? This is a very minuscule and adorable little bear with not even articulated joints. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, and he's wearing a little, little, little blue T-shirt. Again. Oh, can you undress him? <gasps> oh, you can. Oh cute. Well, it's pretty cute. I'm down. Okay. Well, you, you know what, Rex? You can have that. Once you put my points up. I also, you forgot the part where I said, what's its name? Oh, right, what's its name? And he went, I don't know, Paddington. <laughs> it's not Paddington. All right. Who's winning? Can you just, out of interest, whatever. Out of interest, yeah. No out of I, interest. no idea who's winning. All right, for the listeners, Mel is currently on 10 points. Storm is on minus five points. Suck my dick, Storm. Woo! Mel, Mel swiftly gets out of the car and she's like, oh my God, we didn't even have to flash our boobs at him. No. <laughs> you absolutely said that. You also said, thanks, bitch. Yeah. No, you said, thanks, sexy. Yeah, I said sexy because I was really trying to channel Paris and Nicole in Simple Life. So I was like, thanks, sexy. Anyway, we were, yeah. I was actually ready to fully flash him my vagina to take us all the way back. This is where we had to make it back, by the way, back here to this place. All right. And we are in Whit Whitford. Yeah, we're in Whitford. All right, so we get on the train. We smashed it on the train. Um, we met an... This is what Storm's written. We met a nice stranger, a man with red eyes on the train. <laughs> he had such weirdly red eyes. Like, he'd had... I don't know, something was going on with him. So he sat down, and I think both Mel and I instantly had the idea in our heads. It's like, this might be the time to tell a joke to a stranger. Yeah. And so he sits down, just like one down from me, and Mel sort of flashes her zucchini at him being like it's quite big isn't it and he's like yeah no that is that is quite big and then just started on that was my joke it didn't work for it him worked, yeah. he started on this fucking zucchini talk that went on for like 10 minutes he started googling zucchini families yeah he's googling the families telling us the phylo like it was just so he was so into it you wrote it down Kirk Cobain no what does that say I don't know I wrote it down didn't mean I can read it dyslexia Kerkubitsia family. We also discovered that uh, watermelon is part of that family as well. And we really loved the chat. And I was sitting there going, okay, this is my chance to tell the joke. I want the 10 points. I want the 10 points. And literally, I could not even think of like a knock-knock joke. And the only jokes I could think of was like ones my dad say that are like slightly racist. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And, um, and then finally, as the train stops, we decided we're going to get off with Leaderville. I suddenly like... Yeah, also, we've obviously been talking about the fact that a zucchini has a few names, including courgette, and it's, it's a in the, it's, it's in it's the gourd family. The gourd family, and so I'm like, have a gorgeous day. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> and he and laughed. Kind of laughed, and I was like, yes. So that's ten points for Storm. Thank you very much. I also, I got so jealous because I knew that was her first points. I got so fucking jealous when she did it. I just <laughs> pretended it was my boner and just <laughs> said, I'm just happy to see you. And then realized it was weird and ran off the train. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I don't know if that was much of a joke or if I just sexually harassed the red-eye man on the train. So sorry to him. Put that out there. So we found ourselves in Leederville, and the reason that we got off the train at Leederville firstly is that we knew that if we got off the train in Perth, they would check for us having a ticket, and we did not have one. Um, but then also realised that uh, Mel's sister works at a cafe cinema in, in Leederville, and this might be the good opportunity for us to get a free baby chino. Yeah, so we, we thought st- baby chinos. So we started really manifesting, manifesting the fact Amy, that Amy Amy's would face. be there. She'd and be there. She'd be yeah. working. <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't, she wasn't there. So, doesn't matter. We went to the front counter and we just we can't ask for things, but we had to get offered a free baby chino, <laughs> which you can imagine we look like the biggest dickheads of the whole time. I'm thinking when my sister finds out I did this at her work, she's gonna be so angry at me. <laughs> so we we're at the front counter and we we're like. Do we even charge for baby chinos? How much are they? Are they free? The I like, wish I had be. a baby chino. <laughs> and you know what? After a while, this dude working there, he just looks at us like he fucking wants to kill us. And he goes, do you want a free baby chino? <laughs> <laughs> and he made us both a free baby chino. But the best bit is, he didn't make the baby chino. He then said to a girl that just walked in, said, hey, two baby chinos. And she said, where are the babies? And we were like, where are the babies? And she, the filthy fucking look, they hated us so much. I think the guy hated us more. Mel literally could not look at them. I had to do everything because she was just, her in a gorge, just like fucking could not look them in the eye. I should have said that was my baby. That's my baby Chino. Yeah. And, and for the second time, because we offer, also offered the zucchini to George for the lift, said no. He just goes, nah, I don't like them. Nah. <laughs> offered the guy at the cafe zucchini, didn't want it. Not interested. Yeah, he was like, ugh. Idiot. Yeah. A monster. An absolute monster who, who on a lovely Sunday had to make two 30, early to early 30-year-olds a fucking free baby Chino at the movies when everyone's, you know, probably actually paying customers. Anyway, they were good. Really good. Can't can't recommend a baby chino enough. It's I cannot recommend a baby chino more. Um, it had a marshmallow. It was delicious. It had a little bit of it's chocolate. It's not too sweet. It's not caffeinated. It's just fluff. <laughs> it's just... And shame. It's fluff and shame. Yeah. At that stage, we realised that it really sort of wet my appetite. And it was, I was quite hungry. We were quite hungry, but for free samples, because that's all we could afford. It was free things. Um, I don't know if you know the suburb of Leaderville. They've got a bit of a fancy IGA. Quite a few central samples going on. What do you want? Plain piece of pita bread? Easy. Done. Sweaty, hard cheese? Oh, tick. Um, and that's it. They're, they're, it's actually they're very filling, particularly if you can sort of like feed off the look that the staff will give you when yeah. you go back for the third time, like I yeah. can. And I was actually a little bit quickly. full of the baby chino because yeah. it was after when they're making it, storms like, oh, actually, should I tell them I just drink skim milk? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it. a full cream baby chino, um, and a lot of olives. There was the oranges on display. You know what? I think that we could go you could go there for a full meal if anyone just wants to go there and just pig out it's free 
free, just like the train, apparently. So whilst we were um, in the RGA, we did realise that it was probably time to make some money so we could uh, either get uh, back yes. on a train or be able to afford to make a phone call later for someone to pick us up. So we decided probably the best way forward um, was to make um, a fringe show out of the zucchini. Yeah. Um, and so for that, we realized that, okay, we've got this amazing Ouija board. So if we could just get, um, like, a Sharpie, we could make a fringe show out of it. So Mel sees this poor 14-year-old pimpled face kid, like... He um, wasn't. He was cute. Ah, it's part of the narrative. Oh, oh sake. Oh, my God. Um, it was the guy from The Simpsons with the braces. And, yeah. and she just asked him, she's like, do you have a Sharpie? And he's like, no, I can get you one, though. And he goes to the, 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 the stationary thing and just rips the Sharpie out Her, it's of called the shrinkage she can and gives it to us and he's like what do you want it for and we're like we're going to make a fringe show and he was like all right fine and then and i so, push it further okay starring this zucchini and he's like okay so so we made this fringe show up it's called oh my god <laughs> the fringe show the story of this zucchini for one day only it's a dollar or nearest offer cash only um, and then we had a quote at the bottom which says, it's really big, New York Times. <laughs> um, thank you! Oh, perhaps. Um, you think it would have gone better. Yeah, we had one customer. One dollar. He was not interested. No, I actually think he was wearing headphones while we told him the story. And the story was so boring. Mel's like, went, yeah. to, a, went to a farm, it was only a dollar, I'm going to pay them later. The end. <laughs> he was like, okay, um, all right. And that was it. And that was our first Fringe show. And this is our second Fringe shows, Joel. Which we'll make. We'll, yeah, I don't think we'll make a dollar from this. So, yeah, just put the logo on it. Yeah. Doesn't count. Um, so made a dollar. Thought, do you know what? We're not going to waste our dollar on the train. For one, it's like four dollars eighty without concession. But the the I just made that up. But the other thing I is that is. also yeah. we'll we'll just go for the train's free, really. And we will use the money to ring someone to pick us up. So it made sense. It made sense at the time. So yeah. we caught a train to the city, and we like it's really hard to be incognito when I was absolutely covered in shit. I had a sweaty Betty. Do you know what a sweaty Betty is? Probably not, because we made it up. Um, it's when your moustache is you've got a moustache, but it's made of sweat. Um, that's a sweaty Betty, and um, something that you can do when you've got a sweaty Betty is offer someone a moustache ride. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway. Oh, my God. Okay, no, you can't. You have to. I really love the fact that you brought that up. You have to, like, go into that a little bit more, please. A moustache ride? Yes. It's just, it's what you call, like, getting head or giving head. You're on a moustache ride. I don't, <laughs> okay, good. All right, all right. Everyone, everyone. But I also had a moustache the whole day because I put so much sun cream on and then I got this fine layer of dust. And so I was like, <laughs> we were already halfway through. I said, Storm, am I covered in dirt? She goes, yeah, but I like it. <laughs> so... <laughs> We had been in the car, on the train, to my sister's work. She's, she hasn't said anything yet. I can't wait for her to work with that guy and him to be like, your sister's fucked. Um, I told him, that was my sister. Um, yeah, so I had a sweaty Betty. Um, we're in the train station. We get on the train, she's free. Um, then we decided, what if it's not free? I know how to get it for free. It was like what I used to do when I used to smoke weed at school. I used to pretend to cry. Um, so I'll be like, okay, so we'll get high, but if a teacher comes, I'm crying, you're comforting me, my parents just got divorced. And we used to, they're fine, they're happily married. So we used to do it all the time. So a teacher would come around and I'd just be like, oh, oh, 
<laughs> and she'd be like, can you give us a minute? Her parents just got divorced. And they always just used to walk away. No one wants to fuck with that. They can't be bothered. So great. Paperwork, paperwork. Um, so we decided, let's do that no, 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 as 35-year-olds. No, 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 no. I didn't even say anything. And you just rattle on this full story of what it's going to be. And like you're really in your mind thinking, you're like, I'm just going to start crying. And then you're just going to say that we were out and we were birdwatching. And then like I lost my wallet. And I lost our wallet because both of our tickets were there because we share a wallet. And I'm like, no one in the world shares a wallet, Mel. That is not a thing. She's like, but we're a couple. OK, fine. We're a thruple. We're a thruple. And there's another person. And that's the supreme. No, the no, primary. The prim- in the a primary of the thruple is going to be so pissed off with me because I lost our wallet and her name was Mouth. <laughs> so I, so in my head, I thought we were both on board with the thruple lie, but it turns out now in front of everyone that that was stupid and I should be embarrassed, but I'm not. <laughs> so we did the thruple lie. So the whole, so hang on, were you going to go along with it? Because the whole train ride, I was like this, just in case. Oh, there's no, there's no point. You can cry or not cry. They're still going to give you a ticket. But I have to make an example of you. I'm covered in dirt with yeah. a huge zucchini. Whether you're like, you know, would they accept a mustache ride storm? <laughs> Probably <laughs> on sweaty Betty. Um, okay, so anyway, we made it. We're walking from the what was that train station called? Vic Park. Ever heard Vic of it? Park train um, station. We're walking to here from there we're trying so we're just we're nearly there we are nearly there and we realize we haven't done best feather well well i had done best she had done best feather i'd manifested a feather and then i'd found one on the side of the street but then knowing that i I had not got a a great very good feather wasn't it also i haven't received a present from someone. I see this like little tween sitting at the train station. She's wearing like a cap that's got all these like badges on it and this massive feather sticking out of it. And I saw it and then I saw Mel see it and I was like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Push her out the way. And run up to this girl and just sit next to her and try to do like a Mel did to George. Be like, oh my God, that's such a good feather. It's so amazing. Where did you get it? And she was like, takes her headphones out like you fucking cow. And, and, and it's just like, Oh yeah, I found it on the side of the street. I'm like, it is the best feather I have ever seen. She's like, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh fuck, God. I know. I just, just felt like an absolute dick. Just so I didn't watching get either you of the try things. to do a two for one best feather getting a present combo failed. Absolute fail. I still didn't have a feather though. Anyway, we start walking here. We've got the one dollar from our friend show. Oh my god, and we know we need to make a call. We need, we need to make one call and they're going to pick us up in time. We're finished. We have fucking finished when we get this call. We are dragging our holes the whole... Like, it was a big drag. It was a... Whew. We get to a phone booth. Do you guys fucking want to know something? You might not know this, having mobiles, living in this digital age. How much is a call, do you reckon? Sharon, you... You're wrong, Shaz. Shaz, you're wrong. They're free now. They're fucking free! Wow! Pay pay phones are free now. Not just not just for calls. You can text from them. It's for free. And I saw a feather near it, so we rang. A taxi? Well, first, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, erase you from the narrative, Locke. We rang you, but you know, apparently, we were, we, apparently we, were two, we were two hours late. Locke's and selfish, and his brother had had a baby that day. Rude. 
Um, or sister, I don't remember. Um, and you know what? We got a taxi. We got a taxi all the way back to our cars. I think in the taxi we both started falling asleep. Oh, my God. Just the crash and burn just really happened after that. All the things came back. Yeah. All um, the dirt came out of my paws. Yeah. We found a little buy your own library thing, by the way. Also, it just says it here. We found a library in a park. But, like, what did you buy? The, you think you got the Jane Lynch autobiography? Well, I didn't take it. I should have. You really should have. All right. So there's only a few more things left that we need to go over. And there are a few things that we're going to score. Okay, Rex, are you ready? So we're going to see who's going to be the Lord. It could, we, it could be a lady, but we should do it yeah, as a lord. Up. It's better, okay? Big clit energy. Um, so shall we begin with the coveted Best Feather Award? Uh, what the fuck is that? Well, I'm sorry. I've kept my feather in an origami thing that I found on the side of the road. She's, trying, not... to put the, she's trying to make someone go, you should just enter the origami, but she... <laughs> Look, it's, it's, it's not great. It's, it's not amazing. <laughs> It was fucking slim pickings. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, my anyway. feather blew away. But just imagine that one, but what? I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you don't I guess I've it. lost that. Excellent best feather award goes to Storm, so that's an extra I think She doesn't have a feather to put in my the My feather wait, can you give me ten seconds and if I find my feather I'm in I'm back in the game. This is bullshit. Where? Shh Margaret, whose side are you on? No no no. Than that. <laughs> um, this is my feather. No, that's a leaf. It's just def- I've just definitely lost my feather. So okay, All right, so Storm- that's uh, ten points to Storm, please, Rex. I feel like you've added extra points. It literally says it right there. I All right, I bitch. Let's read our birds then. Okay, cool. All right, so five, five birds. Come on then. Let's go one for let- one. Let him. Ooh. Also, I kept watching her write birds down and going, is it, would you call it that though? Who's winning me? Yeah. Okay, sorry to the listeners. Uh, Mel is currently on 20 points and Storm is on 25. Right. I fucking see this coming. Yay. Okay, wait, I can't find my bird list. This is bad. This is bad. That's my, okay, because that's also my diary from when I was a teenager, so don't read it. I'm not going to read that out loud. Jesus. Okay, all right, so the birds I got was swallow, crow, no, willy, wagtail, and a pigeon. You can't go back and say I didn't see those birds. You can't actually say I didn't I see can't them. say you, you didn't see a crow because it was an Australasian raven. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucked up, but I'll accept it. Ready? Magpie. Noongar word is kulbadi. Um, a welcome swallow. That's if you had to write swallow. What kind of swallow? Dusky wood swallow. Welcome. I don't get it. After your moustache, right? Australasian <laughs> raven, pink and grey galah, corella, um, pigeon, willy wagtail, red wattle bird, a white faced honey eater, and a mudlark. Okay, Woo! well, okay, you went a little bit at the top. Okay, so five points to Mel, but how many points do I get? I get at least two, right? Willy no, wag- no, no, no. I didn't get a point for finding a feather. Oh, I found it! Oh, guys, this is my feather. No, too late, we, too late, too late. Can too we go late, back? Can, who thinks late. this is better, though? Skirt? Okay, fine, no one. So there was late. literally no one put their hand up. Oh, all right. Okay, no, 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 no. Storm, just shut up. It's like when a guy asked if I needed help carrying something really heavy today and Storm goes, no, she doesn't. I was like, well, yes, I do. Anyway, all right. Oh, yes. This is a bit of an audience interaction. 
You can't go back on points that have already happened. Yes, guys. you fucking can. Oh, oh my. I think you're out. That storm's shitty feather. I mean, it's terrible. I didn't say it wasn't. <laughs> okay, Colin says they're both shit. Um, even though, Colin, the other day I manifested you to bring me croissants and it worked. Okay, yes. Okay, manifestation worked. Think of, think, think of the joie de vie of my... Thank you. Think of my feathers vibe. You could have just plucked one of these things off your tits. <laughs> I wasn't fucking wearing that. You're a fucking fembot. <laughs> I know where most of you live. So, um, so what do you think, Rex? I think you both got feathers. Yeah. Fine. They're both as stupid. <laughs> Fuck off. They're pretty shit. Yeah, yeah five each. All right. Hey. Um, no, there's still the last one, the limerick. Oh, wait, we haven't scored for... The birds. Yeah, the bird. Oh, right. well, I mean, it's... I mean, whatever. It's an obvious winner. Okay, well, Mel, you've obviously got five, but I think I got a couple. All right. Wasn't a... So give me five and give her, like, one. No, I think swallow, fine. Crow, it's a welcome fine. swallow. It was not a crow. Willy wagtail, pigeon, done, two. Thank you. That's all right. I can do that, right? Up to Rex. Get one. All right. So does that mean then I get a point for every bird? No. Well, that's literally what it means. You got two points for two. I did eight. Eight. Yeah, but it says identify five birds and write down their names. You can't just make up new... You You just did that. You're the biggest hypocrite anyway. But I found two I'm going to fuck you up on this limerick anyway. (laughs) Score check. So we've got Storm on 27 points. Yeah. And Ranger Mel. <laughs> I'm a scout. And on 30 points. Yeah. Shit, I never thought this would be so tight. I thought I would 100% lose this. If only you had a dollar for every time you said that. You could afford my lordship, which you're going to have to buy, bitch. All right, do you, want, do you want to go first with your limerick, Mel? I don't know, I feel like mine's more of a finale. Okay, limerick. all right. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll, 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 st- I'll start with mine. All right. Hitchhiking in Balenciaga slides, who knew Bali even made 11 wides? <laughs> Miles scored a lift with George, still cl- cl- clutching her gourd, and he didn't even want a moustache ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we should have definitely gone the other way round. <laughs> Much more of a finale energy. All right. Well, mine doesn't rhyme really, but I wrote my. I did mine correct. I wrote it when we were there or at the time. She took like three days. All right. We once got a lift from a village. It could have been Wanneroo or Midland. That rhymes. Then we used manifestation to the Carlisle train station. Was it white light or was it just white privilege? (laughs) Thank you. It was both. Yeah. Um, it always is. All right, Mel, there's one problem with your limerick. Uh, it was that it, it did not rhyme. No, but it would more had the vibe of a limerick. Fair enough. Fair and enough. also the rule was that you do it there. 
I thought we just had to present it. Anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I personally would vote for your limerick, but I also, I think mine has more of a social message. <laughs> so if you're more of an intellectual, I mean, moustache ride crude. Should we go with a round of applause for the winner? I think... the audience to yeah. decide this one as well? Let's do it. You Take Shall it away. Give, shall I give my opinion? Yes. I think Stormy's had the best... Rhyme. Yeah, and or the only rhyme, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the only rhyme. But Mel's had a bit of meter. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you. I don't know what that means. Thank you. Well, I might be a but I'd smile. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, Storm's Limerick. Woo! Woo! Thanks, Mel. Really putting the dog in underdog. <laughs> he just said really putting the dog in underdog and I appreciated it. You can take me later, Mel. I liked that. <laughs> and Mel's limerick. For the intellectuals. Look, I think it's a tie. It's I think it's a tie. I'm calling that a tie. Yeah, I think Thank it's you. definitely a tie. That was generous of you, Rex. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play Slade with my incisive wit and humour. Yeah. Deserves a time. I think so. <laughs> Which I don't know the score because I can't do maths. So. Rexy, would you like to do the score for one last time this evening? Alright, Stormy is on 32. Okay. <laughs> I never ever thought I'd get this far. Oh my if god, I'm that's only 10 years younger than her age. Now, <laughs> keeping her at the post. 35. Congratulations, Mel, to be honest. Uh, you were 100% more prepared and the better person in the situation. As for every challenge we do, uh, Mel always surprises me and does the opposite of what I think. So congratulations, Lord Mel. Thank you. A little bit. That was fucking ridiculous. Um, so, all right, but a, a, a fucking a That's great... That's disgusting. A great, a really good challenge. We like to finish off uh, our podcast with talking about um, how it went. Would you do this again, Mel? No. Really? I would. I thought we... I thought I, I, I would, and I would suggest that other people should do it as well. Like, look at all the things that we learned. Like, firstly, kindness to strangers... People are actually really nice. You just have to talk to them. And they will give you things when you ask for it. We do. Yeah. Yeah, stealing yeah. is also fine. Trains are free. Trains are absolutely free. Flying boots are free. Baby chinos are free. Yeah. There's a lot of free th samples at Leaderville IJ are free. Obviously. Sharpies you can also use for free. Yes. Yeah. You so. know what? There was learning. There was lifelong learning. I was really, really excited about Absolutely. You know, and the tan. I think I got a little bit of a tan. <laughs> Something happened. Yeah. A moustache tan, yeah. yeah. Um, so I would actually suggest anyone to do it. You can, uh, you can take the challenge on any time you like. I'd like to redo this challenge in three months' time, Mel, and I will challenge you to your lordship, motherfucker. I would love you to challenge me to my lordship, my well, gordship. Right. <laughs> hey. round, round, round two of best feather. Be round two, yeah, best feather. We'll bring like, yeah, we'll, we'll bring out the big guns. Um, all right, cool. So we have been what could go wrong, the podcast, and you can download us, or is that what it's called, or yes. click us? 
Yes, you can. Yes, yes, yes you can do those things. You can subscribe. That's to the us. one I was That's thinking it. of. Rate um, and review it so other people can find it as well. Yep. So it's on everything that you would find a podcast on. Uh, you can also find us at Instagram on What Could Go Wrong, the podcast, um, and email us at What Could Go Wrong Potty at gmail.com. No one has ever emailed us. <laughs> Don't tell can people you guys that. Email uh, us. I, I just feel that. like I need to say all of those things at the end of the podcast because everyone else says that all the time. Okay, cool. All right, cool. But I'd like to say a massive thank you uh, to Joel and uh, the Dutch Trading Co. Uh, thank you so much for having us tonight. A big How thank you. How good are the beers at the Dutch Trading Co, so everyone? Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having us. Also, thank you so much to everyone in the audience tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, but the biggest thank you um, goes to Mouse for putting up with our shit. <laughs> Thank you, Mouthy. We love horrible. her. Um, yes, and of course to uh, to Rex Monsoon, our Come sexy take trainee. Come Rex Monsoon, everyone. Woo! Yeah. All right. Okay. So thank you so much. Here's uh, to another week, another fortnight, another month. Who fucking knows when this is going to come out of being a yes woman? Yeah. Yeah. What could go wrong? Big lit energy.